Welcome to the Morning After Podcast, a Freedom Center Church podcast. All right, well, welcome to another episode of the Morning After Podcast. Pastor Josh here with you this morning with Pastor Jim. Good morning, Monday. Very <laughs> much good morning, people. Today's Good Morning Monday. And Pastor Carl, who was up till one in the morning watching WrestleMania. Hi, fam. Yeah, he's doing great this morning. He's got, I his, am. got his tea. He's ready to Fun go. On a bun. Take a little nap because we got another late night tonight yeah. watching uh, college basketball wow. with, yeah. for intergenerational I, meat, night. Meat on the smoker already. Oh, really? oh yeah. man. I'm excited what, what, what about kind of that. What was happening tonight? What kind of meat? I have. This about, is going to increase our attendance tonight, like yeah. fivefold. I have about 12. <laughs> Of, uh, pork shoulders uh-huh. on the smoker right now, so they'll smoke for two, two and a half hours, maybe three, if I'm yeah. if I'm lucky, and then rest the rest of the time, and we'll shred them and good, be good to go tonight. It makes me happier if I get to, I get basketball and and uh, Pastor Carl's barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> <pork> <laughs> makes shoulders. me happy too. Yeah, yeah I'm excited about My barbecue that. Smoked. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, so. Uh, so we didn't do a podcast last week because we couldn't get Pastor Kevin to come on, yeah. and it just felt weird to do a podcast where it was just us talking about Pastor Kevin's story. Sure. Yeah. Um, but for those that didn't get to hear it, it was a really powerful time, and I yeah. would encourage people to go back and find it on YouTube or find it on Facebook or Almost find it 6, on— 6,000 views now of that story? Yeah, 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 and there's a reason for it, I think. But I think— yeah. Uh, just segueing into this week's service, I don't really think we could have had any better person come and talk yeah. week one on a series on forgiveness than Pastor Pastor yeah. Kevin. Short of a, resurrecting the Apostle Paul from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That set a really good tone. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't know if maybe did you hear any feedback from anybody as far oh, as yeah. as far as Pastor Kevin? Yeah, I, I think it's you know you can't ignore it. Yeah. You know I mean, it's not like oh, it's a good service, a good story. It's like oh my gosh, you know, his, yeah. his guts were on the ground, and so were mine as he was telling right. the story. You know. So, yeah. But beyond that, I think yeah, people saying okay, this is. Yeah, I have no excuses anymore. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. if, if he can if he can get clear with that man that did that to him, you know, and with God, then whatever trauma I've been through, you know, doesn't doesn't belittle our trauma. It just gives us something to compare it to, you right. know, that uh, was greater. Yeah, I think um, there's a little known secret with the live stream team, and it's that we have cameras that we can look at people's faces like during the sermon part, yeah, yeah. and just seeing people's facial expressions while it was happening. Oh, a lot yeah. of like yeah. open mouth, like. <laughs> in shock what's going on like type reactions that well, I, I warned like, oh, him this got... is not PG-13 this is ours yeah he's right. gonna talk about his intestines laying on the ground and his in his aversion to right. eating barbecue but then, sauce yeah right but then he comes back and makes a joke about it and yeah. like nobody laughs because everybody's like <laughs> what are you talking about you know shock right now right yeah. yeah. So, uh, but no, it was awesome to have him Pastor Kevin I'm glad we got to bless him and hang out with him for yeah. a, a little bit because his story is Powerful. One of our church planners, Michigan District Church planners. There you go. Always yeah, plug in. Shameless plug. <laughs> so let's talk about yesterday. Yeah. Then I think it was another powerful one, another quiet, quiet room, but not because nobody was getting it quiet, because yeah. people are contemplating right. what's yeah. going on and the seriousness yeah. of kind of the message. Um, I was in second service. I wasn't sitting in first service, yeah. but there was a lot of it, just looking around the room, a lot of uh, faces of people like thinking. And I think it was like, there's a lot of people I need to forgive type yeah. thinking. And I was doing that in my own, my own thoughts of just yeah. thinking like he's, he's right. Like this, the master forgives this guy 10,000 lifetimes of wages. And then he comes back and says, where's my <laughs> three and a half months wages that you owe me, yeah. you know? Um, 
So yeah, I, I don't know if you wanted to just talk about your message a little bit from yesterday. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think it's good to come back and talk about it because yeah. I know that there was some stuff that you were like, I hope that came across yeah. the right way. I, one of two things happened yesterday. E- either it struck the mark and people made huge decisions yesterday about how big God is and how big God wants them to be, you know, in mm-hmm. this world. And if that's the case, then wonderful. But I promise you that sometime between that decision and now, it's been tested. Right. You know, is it still there? What's it still feel like? It, and and so the reality of a, a choice versus a feeling that's starting to hit now. It's it's more than the feelings we have. One decision doesn't make all the feelings go away. And yeah. you still have to process it. The battle begins, you know, but at least you've made that decision. You put yourself on the right side of the of the battle. Mm-hmm. Um, God's side of the battle and and now you got to work it all out you know yeah. so or the other thing is I heard it I decided not to make a decision I'm not ready yet right so both both things need to be addressed you know I'm I'm not ready yet it's like I you know too much you know what I mean like you, you by saying that you realize you're on the wrong side of, right. of the line yeah and I, I would really press to as I did my wife 30 years ago, but really pressed me make that decision now, Yeah, you know, make it now. Right. And I thought one of the most important things that you said yesterday was the only thing harder than not forgive than, than forgiving is not it's forgiving, not. living in a life of unforgiveness yeah. because it kind of impacts every part of your life <clears throat> at that point. Like, yeah, you, and you, and sometimes you don't even realize that it's impacting your life. Uh, I'm reading, I just read Brian Johnson's book, Worship Leader Out of Bethel, who struggled yeah. with anxiety for a really long time. Right. Terrible and, anxiety. Ter- yeah, horrible, yeah, yeah anxiety yeah, attacks. Yeah. And um, basically it all boiled down to he just had a lot of unforgiveness in his heart wow. towards a lot of different people that he didn't even realize he had. Wow. And then kind of working through it with his wife and with some counselors kind of realized there's a lot of people that have hurt me over the years that I didn't even realize I was still carrying around this baggage. Yeah. And as soon as I could forgive those people that had wronged me, no kidding. All of a sudden, I didn't have anxiety. I didn't know that anymore. part of the story. I, yeah. I knew that. I knew that he, you know, suffered from just debilitating, crippling anxiety, like fetal yep. position weeping, right, you know, in public because it, it just hit him. But I didn't know that was the cause. That's, yeah, that's amazing. That's interesting. Yeah, Pastor Carl, you, I, I don't know a good way of saying this, but you deal with a lot of tough situations at the church. You sure. get a lot of. Uh, Pastor Jim doesn't want to deal with this, so you go and He's my scrubbing it. bubble. He yeah. works hard, so I don't have to. <laughs> right. um, but I've never been called that. Before. I don't feel. I don't feel like you ever really get offended by by people or like. I guess how like do you just are you really just like not upset at people or do you are you just really good at forgiving people and kind of understanding where where they're coming from? Uh, I mean, like any, I'm just being straight. Like anybody else, there's people i don't like yeah right sure. <laughs> you know yeah i think those those people are pretty right ohio state fans. yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> those people are pretty aware of that i'm not trying to justify it it just yeah. you know it, it is the way that it is and that forgiveness and that releasing stuff is a process you know uh-huh. in a lot of cases but you know i think with a lot of uh the issues that you know, I can tend to deal with sometimes. I I think you come to a certain point where you just kind of realize people are going to people. Yeah. Even with God, and that's myself included. You know, like we're going to make poor choices and we're going to, you know, make decisions that are rooted in poor things and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that same principle of forgiveness and 
I don't know, allowing people to just work through some of those issues. I think I've had a lot of examples of that in my life, yeah. you know, with mentors and people that have, you know, oh, oh, oh come on, honey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. back, back this way. And that, that mercy and that grace that's been shown to me. And that's not always my first reaction. I think, you know, people that I've, you know, tried to work with on issues will tell you that there are times that I will say to them, hey, you know, I'm not necessarily upset at this, but I'm not going to respond right now because mm -hmm. I don't think my response is going to be in wisdom. My response will be uh, trying to leave a black smoldering mark in the ground <laughs> where your body used Just to be. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> I do have, I don't think people quite know that about me, but I I have a very strong sense of justice in my mind and heart that I have to temper, yeah. you know, at times. And, right. you know, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or, <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I, I think I've had some great examples along the way, men and women that have just, you know, graciously and mercifully shown me, okay, Carl, this is the condition of your heart mm -hmm. in saying this. And that's been a great example to me. I think my mom and dad, you know, have been another kind of influence on that. When I, my mom's very, um, an internal thinker, she's analytical, she's intelligent. Yeah. You know, not that my dad isn't, those things my dad isn't those things <laughs> <laughs> he's intelligent in a different way right you know? and i think when i was younger i valued uh, more my mom's kind of bend towards things and as i get older you know my dad has a very simplistic view of life and of faith mm -hmm. and i think that just kind of you know at the end of the day everybody just wants to know everything's going to be okay yeah and the great news is that with christ it is right you know? and yeah. so just I'm willing to help people work through that junk to get to that point where they realize I, it's going to be okay at right. the end of the day. Let's yeah. just work towards that, you know? Mm -hmm. So awesome. Uh, um, I think something else that you mentioned yesterday was you said, if pastors go to hell for any reason, it's yeah. not for cheating on their spouse. It's yeah. not for screaming at their kids. It's yeah. the, this unforgiveness. Yeah. Um, what a terrible you've, thing to say. Well, you've, you've been in ministry a long time. Yeah. It's not like this is the first year you've been a pastor, so you've right. seen that. Um, I was wondering if you could just elaborate on that yeah, comment you know, that, a little that, bit that more. Yeah, that comment came out of a, you know, people say, hey, did you hear that prophet so-and-so had a vision? I'm like, oh, I, oh cool. Yeah, and I don't, I don't yeah. treat prophecies with contempt, but some prophets I will treat with contempt because they're not, you know, they just, anyway. Yeah. I, there's not everybody that calls them, that puts profit on their card as a prophet. But, right. So I, I've kind of a wall up, you know what I mean, uh, against some of that stuff. Yeah. And yeah there was, he prophesied against pastors. I'm like, oh, well, that's wonderful. Thanks for sharing that with me, you know. <laughs> what what was the prophecy? I, I've said, he just said it. He said he, he had a vision that he was in hell and people were floating face down in a lake of fire. And he was grabbing them by the hair and lifting them up and recognizing that some of them were pastors. And he said, why are you here? And the answer over and over again was unforgiveness, unforgiveness, unforgiveness. And I, I, as much as I hate that story and I hate that whole whatever, I look yeah. back on it and say, you know, if, we, if we're going to take Matthew 18 seriously and Matthew 6 seriously about you don't forgive, you're not forgiven, and you'll be tortured. You know, the, there is a, yeah. there's a here and now torture. There's an eternal, right. you know, damnation. And 
Yeah, I don't think that, that a pastor would be there for ignorance. You know what I mean? And I, I guess I hope that no pastors are hell. Nobody's in hell. But yeah. I'm just saying that if there's one thing that I think someone who whose job, whose calling is anointing us to love people is going to wrestle with, it's I loved you and you didn't reciprocate. I right. was kind to you. I was generous to you. I was patient with you and you didn't reciprocate. And the wound that comes from from that, you know, when you when you love dogs and then one bites you, how do you look at dogs the same way? When you love right. people and a thousand bites you through the years, how do you keep loving them the way that we're commanded to love them? And, yeah. and this is the answer. You ready? Here's the answer. Before you get bit, determine that you love all people and you love them all in many ways equally. Yeah. You, yeah. So you can't wait to be hurt and then right. Father forgive them for they know what to do. Before that takes place, you gotta be ready to forgive all mankind for being mankind. Yeah. I think that's a really simple answer and a really hard thing to yeah. do. <laughs> but it's a mindset. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a the it default really setting is. of your heart yeah. is, I have no enemies because I love all mankind. As Jesus loved all mankind, I'm right. commanded to. That's, I'm gonna obey that. That's that's a big deal. This, you know. The last thing you say before you can't say anything anymore, you should listen to. If I, you yeah. know, I, I regret that I have but one life to give for my country. We, we write that one down because that's the last thing the guy says before he's, he's hung. You know what I mean? So right. in the same way, Jesus, I, I got one last prayer. You guys are listening to me. You know, so fathers love me. I've loved you. Now love each other. A new commandment I give you, this is it. And now I'm mm-hmm. going to be crucified. So meditate on that. That's, that's a big one. You know, and, I, and it took me, if I told you that three and a half years ago, you, you wouldn't have even known what I was talking about, but I've shown it to you for season after season and miracle after miracle and, and persecution after persecution. Yeah. And now to my death, I'm going to show you one last time what this looks like. Right. And so you have to do it. And, and I think that that is, if we get up every morning saying my number one job is to love God, my number two job is the overflow of that love should flow into loving people regardless of what yeah. they do to me today. Then how would that improve every relationship and every default setting and every stranger and every restaurant worker and every persecutor and every yeah. you know uh, one star review on you know on Yelp or whatever <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean it's just, it just is what it is yeah. yeah would you would both of you say that there's seasons in your life where it's easier to forgive than there are other seasons where it's it's harder to forgive sure yeah I I mean I I think like anybody else. You know, just because you have a title in front of your name doesn't mean there's this, you know, the minute the Freedom Center hired me, there wasn't this special dispensation of grace that just fell upon my life. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this all makes sense now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there's, if my heart is not in a position, you know, if I'm not in the Bible, if I'm not praying, you know, if Mm -hmm. I'm not preaching the gospel and making Mm -hmm. disciples, then my... I'm not reacting in healthy ways. You right. know, it's the whole uh, airplane mask deal, you know, take care of yours so that yeah. you can take care of others. And I, I think there's, and I think that's why a lot of pastors, you know, speaking from what Pastor Jim was speaking about before, you know, hit those points is because I'm not taking care of myself. I'm taking care of everybody else. Yeah. But that yeah. that only lasts That's a trap, so man. long. <laughs> That's a trap. You know, yeah, it yeah. only it only lasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can only do that out of so much. You right. can play the motions for a long time. You really can. Like yeah. it it's amazing how long you can walk through those motions and fake it till you make it and all right. the other clichés, but <laughs> you know that if I'm not taking care of me, then yeah, I'm 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 not. I'm going to not be in a great position to forgive and to show mercy and to show grace. Right. And so yeah, I, I definitely. I think, you know, think you look at the, the fruit of the spirit better. being 
love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, you know, self-faithfulness, self-control. Well, those, the, 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 we like to focus on the fruit of the Spirit, but there's a root of the Spirit that mm-hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. you got to, if the roots are in the Spirit, in the Word, in right. worship, in fellowship, in all those things, then the fruit is love, joy, peace, patience. So right. it isn't, the, the fruit of the Spirit's not an anomaly that appears on no tree that has no stalk, <laughs> that has no root, that has nothing that's drinking out of the ground. You know what yeah. I mean? There, there's a whole environment that supports the production of that fruit. And the problem with being a pastor is people expect love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. That's part of your job, man. Right. You got yeah. nothing else. You only work one day a week and you're impatient with me? What the heck? Yeah. You know what I mean? The other so, days you walk around chanting. Yeah, yeah. yeah just walking in the <laughs> in woods, robes, singing. Watching basketball. Yeah. I wish I had yeah. a sweet robe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> singing Shout to the Lord and all the good darling check songs. Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah, I guess I'm, I just ask that because I know that there's people out there that are listening that struggle with forgiving others and i think both of you just said the answer is like take care of yourself so that it's easier than to forgive the ability to forgive comes from somewhere yeah you know and and jesus tells us it comes from a forgiven heart that the king forgives us ten thousand lifetimes of sin and and then we're we're asked to forgive uh, a season of stupidity in someone else's life it's that without the first revelation of, and that's the problem the guy forgot what he was forgiven walked out as if it never happened and he said no that's inexcusable you you can right. never forget what i've done for you well, how do you keep that in the front of your mind other than gratitude you know yeah. than relationship than love so if, if you're not right. conscious of what jesus has done for you you know if you're forgiven much you love much if if you're forgiven much you can forgive much yeah and if you're not aware of the cost of mercy as it pertains to you. And, and just that revelation, I'm walking in the grace of God that right. I don't deserve, that I didn't earn, that I get to enjoy, that I yeah. get to pass on to my kids. Right. You know? King, kingdom Christianity, whatever you want to call it, wants to impact the things around it. Mm-hmm. And I think that whole <clears throat> Matthew 6, you know, seek first the kingdom and everything else will be added. Well, the kingdom puts everything else in perspective, right. you know, so if it's, if I'm seeking first the kingdom, if I'm, and that's forgiveness, business, marriage, kids, I mean, you job, you name it, you know, mm-hmm. like that's, if I'm seeking first the kingdom, it's going to put life in the perspective that it was meant to be put in. I'm going to love better. I'm going to forgive better. I'm going to serve better. I'm going to be a better husband and be a better father. Right. It, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be healthy, wealthy, you know, yeah. well, you will be wise, but you know, <laughs> it, it doesn't mean material addition. It means the proper perspective for the things in this life. And so if, if I'm seeking kingdom, if I'm, if I'm seeking the father, it just, it's kind of one of those things where you look around and you go, Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's all worked out pretty well i think you know uh-huh. <laughs> because <laughs> i've been seeking god and god is a natural impactor just simply by doing and being right. of the things mm-hmm. around us you know like it's it's not a complicated thing we make it complicated but it's not a you know love god you'll be all right mm-hmm. you know like that's the do what god wants you to do obey <gasps> four letter <laughs> word oh my gosh <laughs> yeah <laughs> obey and you'll be fine you know it's yeah, trust and obey. Yeah, yeah. For there's no other way. I, yeah, <laughs> I think I think there's a surprise in mercy, and that it shouldn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, if you hurt me, and I go, it's cool. That that shouldn't teach you not to hurt other people. That right. shouldn't teach. That shouldn't convict you. That should. You should probably go hurt the next person because you got away with the last person. How in right. the world is mercy supposed to be 
more powerful than judgment. And yet you see things like, you know, Gandhi and his nonviolence and Martin Luther King nonviolence. Now, they both died, by the way. So yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that mercy is safe. But it's the most powerful. I mean, yeah. I love you enough not to strike you back, even though you hate me for no reason. Right. It's it's not safe, but it's the, one of the most powerful things that a human being can do is to give yeah. mercy. You know. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, we've got a couple more minutes left. Okay. We're going to continue um, our series next week. Yeah. Forgive. Yeah. And so the first week was kind of just overall forgiveness. Pastor Kevin's story yeah. last week or yesterday was forgiving others. Yeah. To this next Sunday is yeah. It's how to forgive yourself. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I we contradict God, you know, fairly commonly, but I think this is probably the greatest contradiction, where God says, "I forgive you," and there's no condemnation. Yeah. I love you. And we go, yeah, but I'm still going to kind of hold myself in probation. It's the prodigal son. I think we're going to spend some time talking about him. He goes out mm-hmm. and screws up. And his father obviously forgives him, but he obviously doesn't forgive himself. Right. So he goes, I'm not worthy to be called your son. Let me sleep in the barn. Put me on probation for a couple of years, at least as long as I was gone. Let me prove it to you. Let me prove it to myself. Let me earn this. Yeah. And there's this unearned, unmerited, you know what I mean, favor. So literally the father stops him in the middle of his monologue of how unworthy he is. Yeah. And, and says, knock it off and restore everything that's lost. Now right. for him to say, no, no, I'm taking the ring off. I give the sandals back. I, I, I want you to see my, my filthy nakedness. Literally, that's what we do, and we don't forgive ourselves. Yeah. But I remind you, there was also another family member in the story. That's the brother that goes, hey, man, I, I see what he did. Right. You, you see what you want to see because you're his father. I see what he did. So forgiving ourselves when we're reminded by those around us what we've done. I mean, how do you, how do you get over having had an abortion? How do you right. get over having destroyed your marriage? How do you get yeah. over, you know, hurting somebody in a drunk driving or killing somebody? How do you get over war? How do you get over, yeah. how do you get over all the things that we did to ourselves? There's some things I can blame on other people and I have to forgive them. There's some things right. I can't blame on a soul but me. And I think this is one of the things that keeps us from accepting the love of God, the position in the family, the role that we play as, you know, as, as royalty, because I don't deserve that. And that's the argument mm-hmm. of the prodigal son when he comes home. I don't deserve this. And I, yeah, you don't. But the one who has it to give gives it to you. So right. don't. You're, you're literally disagreeing with the voice uh, of mercy to agree with the voice of condemnation. Yeah. It's the sickest thing in the world. And yet, right. I don't know what soul that Do you think that's, uh, we sang that song yesterday. It's pretty popular right now, but Reckless Love. Yeah. Or it's just that reckless love of God. Like, I think that's kind of what you're talking <clears throat> yeah. about right now, where it's just like, you don't deserve this. And what yeah. you do deserve is so much worse than this. But like, yeah. I still love you. Yeah. I think that that's. You are not what you've done. It's yeah. funny. Like, there's there's no real self-help in the Bible. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm I'm. I'm good. I'm kind. And yeah. repeat after me. Gosh darn it, people like me. <laughs> you know, like, there's none of that really in the Bible. And it's funny because I, you kind of read it and it's like, why would you ever, you know, fundamentally how Christ has changed you, why would you ever hate what God loves? I, you know, like yeah. it's, it's such a... Yeah a deep like it's almost like the bible why would i need to tell you this you right sh- this is such a you know i get yeah, people that's interesting. because people you know there's things outside of your control when it comes to other people there's yeah. things outside of your control when it comes to god so love god love people but love yourself isn't the third greatest right. com- you know like there <laughs> right. isn't it's like you should why know this should, why do I need to yeah. say this? <laughs> you yeah, know, right. but it's such a huge I'm excited to hear that next week. Yeah. That's such a huge I think it's thing. gonna be I mean, I think this last week was powerful of forgiving others, but I think it's just as powerful for people to realize that like a lot of you have a 
slave mentality and you're not well, living to your full may, potential. Maybe to help people prepare for it, you know, the Apostle Paul, when he was known as Saul of Tarsus, presided over a, um, an execution of a Christian. Mm-hmm. Now, if he doesn't get over that, you know, there's nobody to blame yeah, but himself. If he doesn't get over that, he never becomes the Apostle Paul. Right. So what are the things he wrote uh, about himself? You know, this one thing I do, forgetting what's behind. I mean, there literally is a night. No, it's cut off. That that was a different person. That was a yeah. – how does King David, who's an anointed – he's not like an unsaved guy deceived. He's the king. He's anointed. He steals another man's wife and has him murdered. How does he get over that? What does he yeah. write after that that can give us – insights into into what godly people have done when they've been ungodly right how do you how do you get through that and ungodly people how do they forgive themselves and and godly people how do they forgive themselves it's all in there so it's it's going to be quite a quite a journey again yeah. so bring your hanky right <laughs> yeah yeah no i just think that there's going to be a lot of truth exposed and a lot of freedom for people so oh, i'm so excited that's what we're praying for. about that and then the week after that is Easter, and it's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah, now we're so. talking about the forgiveness of God, which is an yep. easier story to tell, honestly. Yes. Than, yeah, and I think one that people understand two. a little bit yeah. better than the, the other Yeah, two. Kevin's story is hard to tell. Yeah. Yesterday was hard to tell. The right. Sunday, in some ways, will be, again, confrontational, hard to tell. Yeah. Easter's not hard to tell. Right. <laughs> it's yep. a good one. It's the yeah. gospel. It's the good news, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for being on this week's podcast. Uh, like like we've been talking about, our series Forgive continues next week. We would love to see you guys there at 9 and 1130. And then just a little plug, but the week after that is Easter. We have our normal 9 and 1130 service, but we also have a 630 sunrise what? service. It is your grandma's Easter service. <laughs> so bring, so bring uh, wear, a full, awesome. wear a full suit. Yeah. Bring out the hymns. We're going to have no child piano. care. I forgot to say that yesterday, but there's, there'll be no children's no ministry, no nursery. Yeah, because most children hopefully aren't going to be awake at that point. My yeah. son will. He'll probably be there. <laughs> but um, really looking forward to that. Have a great week, and we will talk to you guys next week on the podcast. Bye.